we're ranking horror movies. This is part two of our Halloween special. And we actually are going to get this up before Halloween, which I didn't anticipate happening. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. We're on top of things for once. Uh, my name is Tucker. I have Carly here. Hi. I am Carly's brother. Yeah. I always refer to you as my sister, but I feel like that's not fair. I am your brother. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Michael is here. He is not related to us. <laughs> I am not. That we know of. Oh. You never know. Hmm. You know what else you don't know? Where the happening should go on our list. I, uh, I'll i read a list that we came up with in the previous episode. Available at tiny.u... It's, at, it's no. on the internet. Okay. Um, starting from the worst movie. Insidious 4, The Last Key. Insidious 1, Saw, Signs, The Conjuring, Shudder, Prometheus, Noroi, Lake Mungo, Midsommar, Pan's Labyrinth, Alien, The Wicker Man original version, Rosemary's Baby, The Shining, Hereditary, and The Blair Witch Project. I feel like I have to put the original version on every single one of these movies because I'm sure they've all been remade (laughs) in a worse version. Yeah, in some form. Yeah. Except for Hereditary. Do you think we'll ever get a Hereditary remake? Oh, God. That would be crazy. I don't understand. I don't know how you would do it, but I guess I don't know if someone watching Rosemary's Baby back in the 60s would be like, Hmm. they can never remake this. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think? And then they did. Oh, did they? I think there's a Rosemary. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a Rosemary's Baby remake. I think it might have been like straight to TV or something. Oh, yeah. There was a Shining remake that was straight to TV and it was not very good. That's Um, weird. Let me pitch you something real quick here. Hmm. Ari Aster, age 65, remakes Hereditary. Oh, I like that. Okay. I'd be a little more into it than someone else remaking Hereditary. Hell Yeah. yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Okay. Tom York can do the soundtrack. Um, The Happening. (laughs) The Happening. Is this movie happening? It happened. It happened. (laughs) I like what this movie's putting down, you guys. Why? Tell me why. No, it's not good. But I like what it's putting down. Why? It's really interesting, I think, what it's trying to do. And either failing or succeeding, depending on what you think M. Night Shyamalan's intentions were, I guess. What do you think it's trying to do, though? Like, I don't... It feels like a worse War of the Worlds yes. or something. That's exactly what it feels like to me. So then it didn't like we have that already. We don't need another can, bad attempt. Can someone explain to me the plot of the happening? Because I only know it as the movie where everyone's dying because of the plants. I'm you got it. And like the plants <laughs> is the twist or something. No, there's no because twist. The twist oh, is yeah. there's no twist. Um, okay. I was actually surprised how quickly they established that, yes, the plants are killing everyone or making them kill themselves, which is like in the first half hour. Huh. How's Mark Wahlberg? Terrible. Okay. Or amazing. Hmm. Depending on your proclivities, because he always has the same facial expression and he has this really (laughs) thin, weedy voice and he's a science teacher and he's like, oh, come on, guys. Like he's doing that exact voice for the entire movie and I was into it. Yeah, I read a really smart observation about this, that, like, this is so clearly Mark Wahlberg playing a character that he hates. Like, he hates who he is in this movie because he has to play a nerd and he doesn't get to be the tough guy. Yeah. And it doesn't 
it doesn't work. Well, and then also he's, uh, what, married to? What's the deal with Deschanel? I couldn't figure out what was going on with that relationship. Yeah, but it is the the lack of chemistry is incredible. It doesn't make any sense. She's terrible. Yeah, they're both terrible. Yes, they're both terrible. She's terrible in a different way. Neither of them are good. (laughs) She's like not even acting. Like Mark Wahlberg's acting as a bad character. She's like often like she's like method acting as an alien or something. It's insanity. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Uh, There's... (sighs) Occasionally, I think it works as like this post 9-11, like how would people respond to this type of thing? There's like not not nearly as much as I think they were trying to make it work. Even if you think this movie is not taking itself seriously, I think it doesn't do as much as it could for the message it's trying to send. But I think there are a few scenes where it works. Like, what's sure. The message? I, I don't think like there's any Shyamalan movie I've seen where there's not like at least a little bit of like, oh, that's a cool concept or something like it. Yeah. He has fun, interesting ideas that the the execution of them varies a lot. Yeah. yeah. And Michael is I mean, the, I don't know what the message is, but it's just kind of portraying <laughs> the way information kind of disseminates through communities in the way it maybe did on like 9-11 and in a post 9-11 kind of environment. Okay. And I can, I can, way. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I think, I don't know if I'd yeah. pick it up if M night Shyamalan put it down. But yeah. Picking it up as Tucker puts it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like the whole thing is like, it's going after large groups. We have to keep splitting into smaller groups. And I don't know. And, that all is done halfway through the movie. And then it's just like them at this crazy lady's house. And she is insane in a beautiful way. <laughs> in not an acting way. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. But the plants do make you kill yourself. And there's some really... Yeah. I think there's at least like one or two really good sequences that are creepy and well done regarding mm. that stuff. Mostly the construction worker. I think that's very well portrayed hmm. Hmm. <laughs> that's all i have to say about the happening we can put it at like the bottom i don't know okay i wouldn't put it <laughs> i guess i would put it above insidious man no i wouldn't i take it back really? i put it below the insidious really yeah at least Where it's you going it? for something i don't know i would put it probably above insidious okay <laughs> i just think it Insidious doesn't try anything and fails, I think. And The Happening is like this insane. The Happening is a monument of bad filmmaking. I think you're forgetting the workshop scene in Insidious. (laughs) Right. If that was in The Happening, you would be (laughs) not happy with that scene. (laughs) I don't care. I like I. Yeah. We're talking about the bottom of the list. Yeah. Can I put it above Insidious, please? Sure. Thank you. Mm. I wore her down, but now I owe her <laughs> something later. That's what does that mean? It's all about debts. <laughs> Pay the debt. <laughs> okay. The Village. Michael, have you seen The Village? Nope. I've seen the parodies of The Village. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I haven't seen The Village car. I'm sorry. It's really bad. I okay. don't recommend. Okay. Better than the happening, you would say, I would assume. Yeah. Is it, 
Is it as uh, wicker manny as it seems from the outside looking in? No, I mean, like, yes, in that, like, it's this community. <laughs> um, but there's no creativity or inspiration or and you're also not following someone who is plunged into it. You're following people within the community. OK, yeah. Hmm. What? Does it better the village or scary movie four? <laughs> I don't think I remember the how they handle it in scary movie four. She okay. was like hot for the guy, right? Is the whole thing something I don't remember. Yeah. I I blocked out most of uh, the fourth scary movie. Yeah, hmm. that's I I have the sneaking suspicion I would really like the village. Isn't oh that scary? <laughs> Carly has the same sneaking suspicion. <laughs> if you want to see, like, I no, I can't even. I'm not going to go down any of these roads. Okay, um, it's bad. Okay, okay. I'll make it. What color should I make the village? Make red. They're all red. I know, but red is the color in the village. I made it like dark, crusty red. Okay. Um, mm. Speaking of which, the witch. Mm. Ari Aster's The Witch, a no. limited event <laughs> yeah. HBO Max series, The Witch. This is the lies that we can't spread to America. <laughs> it's wrong. Okay, it's Robert Eagers. Mm. Am I pronouncing that right? Robert Eagers? I, I thought it was Eggers. Eggers? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Eggers. Ari Eggers, The Witch <laughs> is about some people. It's kind of like the village in a way, I would say. Um <laughs> Michael. Also about people. <laughs> yes, there are people in all of these movies. That is why we are ranking them. Michael, what do you think of The Witch? The Witch is one of my favorite horror movies. Mm, okay. What do you like about The Witch? Uh, Besides I... Black Phillip. <laughs> Wait, by who? You cannot mention um, Black Phillip in the next five minutes. I cannot mention Black... I... Can I mention The Goat? Yes. The blasted goat, the damn fool, hell spawn goat. Yes. You have to pronounce uh, it with an E at the end of goat, though. Goata. Goat. The goata. Okay. And you have to be chopping wood while you talk about the witch. Goat. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think the witch is cool in that it, it really, the way it sort of throws this family into the wilderness and makes them completely helpless is is kind of spooky in a way like there there's nothing this guy can do and then so much of this movie feels like it's contending with the fact that there's nothing they can really do and um it's i think beautifully shot beautifully acted the writing has that crazy period accurate robert eggers thing going on that or yeah that is really i think i like it a lot i don't know um yeah the ending is kind of i think you and i have talked about this when oh, we, yeah. uh, <clears throat> we sprocketed about this, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the ending's a little weird with the the way it kind of surrenders to just being like I, I don't know. Yeah. I, it, it felt a little different as being like a boogeyman film, yeah. right? Um, and I like that. And they're just like there are moments that feel really like like I feel like we're playing with some religious symb uh, symbolic. Um, symbols in it in a way that's kind of fun there's a lot of like this helplessness made worse by the fact that these people clearly have no idea how the hell to contend with what's going on like it's just and i don't know i it just i really really like the witch i really like how 
how I, I guess I kind of said what I wanted to say. I really like the witch. I don't know. Or the bitch. Whoa. Okay. The bitch. Carly, you can mm-hmm. only talk about Black Phillip. No. <laughs> He's so scary and big. <laughs> and then he talks. He does. Yeah. He says, hello. No. Oh. We, can someone do the line? You want some food? No. <laughs> What's thou like to live deliciously? Thank you. And then he turns into a person and it's not like as corny as that sounds. Yeah, it's (laughs) so good. (laughs) Right. Uh, Car, which thoughts? Uh, I think Michael put it all really like I completely concur on all of that. I think like the witch gets at one of the great things about horror movies is which is just like building a really... Uh, well-defined world and that's what so much of this is and that's why i think like the period accuracy and everything works so well um yeah and it feels just like a really cool launch of the director's career i don't i don't think this was anya taylor joy we first love movie, anya but taylor joy we do love her but she's like become um a big genre actress um yeah it feels like a really cool moment in horror movies okay i thought it was all right where do you want to put (laughs) the witch Hmm. can i pitch a home please (laughs) yes i would like to settle this here movie in thy comforting bosom (laughs) yeah i don't know uh somewhere i'm thinking somewhere in the midsummer uh pan's labyrinth alien range i was thinking the same Hmm. I would put it towards the bottom of that range, but maybe above Midsummer, I guess, feels the most natural to me. I like Midsummer more. Okay. Um, but I could probably be convinced to put it above Midsummer. I don't think it, it now. It feels weird that Pam's Labyrinth is right there. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, we can't come back to these lists later because then they don't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Are you saying um, you would put it below Midsummer, or you just don't think it fits right above Midsummer? I would put it below Midsummer because I like Midsummer more. But do you like Pan's Labyrinth and Alien more? I guess is what I'm asking. I like Alien more, but I don't think I like Pan's Labyrinth more. Sure. You see so, the problem. I do. There's a dilemma. I, there is. Um, I think it belongs below Alien. But I like it more than Pan's Labyrinth and Midsummer. Boy, it sounds like my choice, the middle path, is the right path to go down because it's a compromise <laughs> and I win. Um, I guess part. Can I kind of explain why? Partly why I think it. I like it more than Midsummer. Yes, it's that I don't think it carries some of the baggage that Midsummer carries. Yeah, this is fair. Yeah. Yeah, I like Midsummer. I've already seen it like four times, and I'll probably watch it like another in twenty in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'll probably only watch. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch the witch a bunch more. It's yeah. a really delightful movie. I won't be angry at it as long as it's definitely below Alien. I won't be angry at where it goes. Okay. Uh, can we get just like a firm placement and move on? Uh, could we do the? Mm. I don't I don't know. 
Can we? How do you feel about the middle road, the below Pan's Labyrinth and above Midsommar? Or that feels it sounds like the best to that, me. Yeah, that, that works feels, for me. Yeah. Okay. That feels good. I think maybe Pan's Labyrinth is better as a movie overall, but I oh I don't even know if I want to say that. I feel like The Witch is so <laughs> is a vision. We love all these we movies. Lie. We do. Well, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I mean, seriously, like a lot of these movies are great. It's it's yes. not a strike against the witch that it's halfway down this list because this list is good. Yeah, for the most yeah. Part. I think like a, the sourcing for a lot of this was like, what are horror movies that we like a lot? Right. And then some of it was like, okay, we have to put some James Wan on there. <laughs> That's how you get the bottom of the list. But mm-hmm. other than that, yeah. Okay, Michael. Hmm. Quick Hello. nose check because I heard a little bit of. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wherever the mic is at, I... if you can move it like one millimeter to the right, I'll be happy. Or left, depending on what side of your face. Uh, how does that sound? Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Sounds beautiful. Raw. Smackdown. <laughs> Heck yeah. Raw is war. Uh, this would go in my not really a horror movie bucket, but that's fine. What did you guys think of Raw? Love Raw. We love Raw. Love Ross. We so love much. Anya Taylor Joy. No. Okay. <laughs> She's not French. We uh was this our first one? Our first bracket? What was our first bracket? The uh, Matrix. Oh, the Matrix was our first bracket. Okay, this is one of the first. This is This was early on. This was pre-Pacifier. This was <laughs> so. what a world you all are living. <laughs> right. Uh, After the Matrix and pre Um <laughs> This is a Oh, that was a oh my god. That gosh. was a, yeah, that was me <laughs> trying to hold Carly felt that one. Oh. Uh, I couldn't hold my laugh and I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I'm really back. Podcasts I'm really are all back about in. holding laughs in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ron's about a cannibal lady at school, yeah. and I think we can all relate to that. So I think we should put it above the shining car. <laughs> <laughs> Ron's about so much. Ron's like one of the coolest coming of age movies out there. Uh, I I think it's a horror movie because anytime you're dealing with this territory of like, um. Yeah, I guess cannibalism, you're going into that world. I also think they use some pretty strong horror imagery, particularly like in the there's weird scene at the beginning where people are like crawling in the mm-hmm. it looks like a parking garage. Mm-hmm. And then there's cool. all of the scenes in the morgue like they are. The there's the horse. We love the horse. We love the horse. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I think like yeah, it's not ghosties, but I think in my world it counts as uh, oh, movie. Okay, I mean it's very clearly using that DNA, isn't it? Like so much of that, so much of it seems like it's tapping into body horror in a way. Some of which, so much of the cannibal stuff seems like it's tapping into we we. Okay, we don't have we we. Oh, a bon way. Je pense que c'est un film horror. I don't remember how to say horror. Yes. Um, I think it counts in the same way that I think. 
a couple other movies on this list that might be disputed count. Yeah. Uh, we'll but maybe that. it's something else more first. Sure. That's all. I don't know what else it would be for. I guess it's just like a drama first, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. I definitely remember a horror movie. (laughs) Is Nightmare Before Christmas a horror film? (laughs) Most certainly is not, sir. But we are not. That's why it's not on this list. That's why it's not at the top (laughs) of this list. What about Caroline? Anyway, Raw is fine. It's about Oh my god. Well, I don't know. I don't love Raw. It's it's yeah. good. Is my opinion. I, uh, it's been it a while since I've seen it, but I remember thinking it was very very good when I saw it. Yeah. It's more interesting than a lot of these movies. Yeah. And that's I think cool. it's like I, I mean there's some very resonant movies on here, but at least for me like it, it's one of the most emotionally resonant movies on mm. this list. I think they do a really good job building out like the relationships between the characters. Those poor characters. Cannibalism as a vehicle for telling other stories works really well, and it works really well as a metaphor for other things. Yeah. Yeah. Like ghosties. So where should we put it, you guys? (laughs) Oh, this is tough. Is Um, it? Oh, God. Okay, my basement of where I'm willing to go is Mungo. Above Mungo. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I would now I'm like grimacing. <laughs> that basement feels a little low for me, no, actually. No, I would put it right below, like, Mungo. Really? I will fight you on that, brother. It's one spot away, dude. <laughs> I know, but it feels there's a distinction there, I think. Mongo is like a really good or mostly really good scary movie. Raw is like a good horror movie that's also just like excellent. Uh, Raw doesn't spoil <laughs> its entire concept within kind three of minutes of credits. If you don't like the last scene in Raw, it kind of does, maybe. Mm, I don't think it's anywhere near as bad as Mungo. I do, but that's besides the point. Michael, where would you put Raw? I'm feeling somewhere in the Vich territory. Okay, so we're talking about a very small parcel of land, and we're going to fight about it for the next 10 minutes. We're fighting over a pretty... Pretty, pretty well occupied piece of real estate already, but uh, we're a pretty, pretty cramped piece of real estate. Is the fight really above or below Midsummer? Is that the fight? I love both of my children, so I'm happy with either. Okay, you have to kill one of your children, Carly. I'm sorry. (laughs) God has said so. Oh, gosh. Okay. You know what? (laughs) Okay, so I'm of two minds. One is I don't want Midsummer to be like this dividing line. Um, but in my heart of hearts, Raw is above Midsummer. Michael, are you okay with that? Yeah, that sounds about where I was thinking, actually. Okay. Okay. Phew. I feel pretty okay about that. I okay. actually feel really okay about the way things are shaping up right now. Nice. I'm about not to, because we're going to talk about Nightmare on Elm Street, <laughs> which I think is a fantastic horror movie. Carly. I think it's pretty good. I think it, like, it... it, it for the time, it feels like it was probably top-notch. It's so much um, fun. It's so creative. It is fun. Yeah, I just, like, never think about it ever again besides the bloodbed. Okay. How much Robert Unglund swearing are we talking about? Hmm. Not <laughs> enough. 
Really? <laughs> Not mm. nearly enough. Mm. There's no weird German like hair metal going on either. If you want to, <laughs> if we want to really dig down. Okay. Uh, okay. It's, it's a very flimsy setup to kill a bunch of teenagers in very fun and exciting ways. And for that reason, I love it. That's all I got. Yeah, I think I need to give it a revisit because I watched it like as a teen. Yeah. I wasn't like on the lookout for the qualities of the right. Right. Yeah. I don't it would be crazy to me to go into it in the mindset of like I want to watch a creepy good horror movie because that's not at all what it is. It's we had a really great, you know, special effects team and we're just going to Yeah. Put them through their paces, and I love that. But it's not creepy. It's not a good story or anything. It's not going to stick with you in any way. So, yeah. How much Dream Warriors DNA is in there? I guess uh, how much of this and is there a clear line between this becoming Dream yes. Warriors? Okay. Dream Warriors is like, oof, I don't even know how to relate the two. I mean, it has that same vibe to it, but Dream Warriors is way more like edgy and like grimy <laughs> 80s and this is just like okay fun teenagers you know getting stabbed by invisible people or whatever's happening tight okay word um and michael just so we're all clear you have not seen right so it's just me and car the only freddy krueger i've ever dabbled in is dream warriors which is a that's not so bad no okay i really okay. don't think that's a bad place to be considering how many of these movies there are yeah, there's like what six, seven, eight. Yeah, people Holy really count. Like, depending on where we count the remake and where yeah. we count Freddy versus Jason. Let's not count those. Uh, Carly, what are you thinking? I'll let you. You have more passion about this, okay. and I don't want to like lowball you. Well, I, I, I'm realistic about where this would go. I mean, <laughs> okay. me thinking in a like a group sense, I would put this like around Prometheus. Yeah, I think my uh, strong feeling is that it should be below Prometheus. That is absolutely insane to me, but I am already <laughs> on a goodwill train here, and I'm going to keep it going by putting okay. it right below Prometheus. Okay. A goodwill train. By accidentally putting the space in the wrong place and then uh-huh. having to undo it and then put in Nightmare Before Beautiful. Christmas. Okay, we move on now to <laughs> the progier older sibling of Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Dream Warriors. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a movie. Huh. It sure is, Michael. It sure <clears throat> is. I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. It's more fun than some of the other movies on this list. Yeah, it's less fun than the first movie, I think. That's fair and understandable, knowing how fun this one is. <laughs> I really like the tendon puppetry scene a lot. Yeah. That is some and cool stuff. There's some wild... Uh, I think if you're watching a doofy 80s horror movie to watch... Some spooky monster kill a bunch of doofy 80s teenagers. Yeah. This is like 
not a gold standard, but we're doing pretty okay. <laughs> you could do much worse. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we've got him becoming a television and then throwing yeah. a girl into the television yeah. saying it's your prime time or whatever. Or <laughs> he's got his good zingers. They're flying off the wall. He's making fun of paraplegics. He sure Great is. Great time. As we try not to do on this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. This would be perfect, I think, as like I was 10 years old and I was up too late. And this was on TV and it scarred me for life. This feels like the perfect movie for that exact situation. A little bit. Yeah. Like, ooh, this is weird. What? What is this? Like it. I like that about yeah. it. It's somehow the only it's, it's somehow the Nightmare on Elm Street I've seen. So, yeah. And that's OK. OK. What do you think, Michael? Uh, well, if we were to start from the bottom... I definitely think it's more enjoyable than both Insidious films on this list. I see this like in the conjuring that's zone, I guess. I feel like my ceiling is shutter and yeah. then from there we can decide how much better than the conjuring this is or worse than the conjuring this is. I think it's better. You think it's better than the conjuring? I really don't like the conjuring. I mean, I I can tell you I remember nothing about I barely remember anything from The Conjuring, but I remember Dream Warriors. Yeah. I would recommend Dream Warriors to somebody if I thought they might be into cool, you know, horror movies. I would not recommend The Conjuring. <laughs> that is true. I think I'm with argument. you on that one. Okay. There's more interesting things going on in Dream Warriors, even though it's definitely stupid <laughs> or like very <laughs> stupid sometimes yeah. offensive uh yeah. yeah it feels dangerous though in a way i like uh no? yeah dangerous in a way that's like i don't i couldn't think of anything creative there dangerous i don't know like like, like moving from from craft crayola scissors to big boy scissors <laughs> how else are you gonna make the the ribbons on your presence all curly michael yeah come on can we put it above the conjure yeah let's put it above the conjure okay cool it's fun soundtrack has docking on it yeah, that information dude. what you will and like diegetic because she's like listening to it on the radio or whatever like what are we yeah. doing? yeah it's weird i saw docking live and they played that song that sucks <laughs> <laughs> moving on what context where did you see him uh it was just like some really doofy hard rock festival up yeah. in uh is it Catat? Catat? somewhere in wisconsin um <laughs> up in the north van halen was playing there too and oh, they were the no. actual reason i was there oh no but rat was there if you Hell remember yeah. round and round <laughs> you think they played that song there no they definitely played that song there <laughs> um, uh. so anyway speaking of things that are not very good yeah, uh, The Wicker Man starring Nicolas Cage. Hmm. Did anybody else here watch this? Mm -mm. Okay. No, no, sorry. Good. So I don't know if we want to rank it or not then, but I think it's probably the worst film I've ever seen. Holy I have crap. never hated anything more in my life than when I watched this. Wow. Because it's crazy because I went straight from like the 1970, I think five, 1975 Wicker Man to this one. And there are these moments where they're quoting it almost verbatim and then they drift off into stupid Nick Cage land and then they circle back down and it's just, it's weird. 
because it's like the entire time I was watching it, it's like, oh my God, there's a better movie. And they're just literally ripping the script off of it at times. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, it, it, I don't know. It is horrible. It is an awful time. I think it is. It's not even funny. I just, I, I think it sucks. But enough even about this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, What'd you say? Sorry, I cut you off with my joke. The bees. The bees. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Bees. oh and that's if you watch the director's cut, because if you don't watch the director's cut and you watch the theatrical one, which is the one I watched because it's the one that's on all the streaming sites. um, That's not in it. It's that just sucks. you get that's that part is just a voiceover <laughs> that's cut over them marching to the wicker man. That sucks so much because that would be like one of the primary reasons for me to watch this. Yeah. yeah, you just want the Nick Cage overacting part. Yeah. If there's anything worth its weight in in, in honey. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we need to move on, Michael. Yeah, please do. It sucks. <laughs> this movie sucks. Okay. We don't have to rank it, but I would put it below last key. Okay. Can we put it there just for funsies? Sure. Car, are you okay with that? Yeah, that's fine. I okay. feel like we all get the vibes. Okay. Very good. A quiet place. Shh. <gasps> whisper yeah whisper what's up with the quiet place i haven't seen it it's got like john krasinski or something in it yeah <laughs> carly doesn't like him i don't like him at all <laughs> and this feels so solidly john krasinski in all the ways that i hate john krasinski no Ugh. <laughs> This movie isn't terrible, but it like feels made to piss me off or something. I okay, that's every movie for me. Now you know my pain. <laughs> Michael, have you seen A Quiet Place? I haven't. No, no, oh, partially really? because I'm not a big John Krasinski fan. Yeah, I mean, okay, <laughs> Sorry, so I can John. do the quick rundown. Uh, there's... I know what her thumbnail is going to be. <laughs> yeah, <that's fine. laughs> no, oh, no, that sucks. Uh, um, <laughs> so. Yeah, it's like they have to be quiet because they're living in this world where these there's these like monsters that can hear them. No, Carl, what's um, it really about? Come on. <laughs> and then all of it is just like this weird, like very patriarchal family um, where John Krasinski is he's he's a man's man and yeah. he's mean to his uh, deaf daughter. Um, Rightly so. And the alien design is cool. Oh, you actually see the alien in this one. Yes, which is great. Um, And then there's like a baby coffin that's like actually to keep the baby alive because Emily Blunt's character is going to have a baby in this like apocalyptic world. So they have to um, muffle the sound. So they stick it in this box and it's just what? Yeah. Okay. I think that sounds pretty cool. No. Letterboxed no. watch list. <laughs> it's not terrible. It's just holy cow, you know? It sounds like they ripped off Bird Box, honestly. Didn't Bird Box come later? <laughs> Is that the joke? Am I missing the joke? I don't know. Now it's like confused in my brain which one came first. No, Bird Box totally came after uh, quite a Oh, really? Okay. But it had okay. Traticus. Beautiful. Um, Okay, A Quiet Place. It's about aliens? Mm. Is it just signs, but quieter? Um, <laughs> and more torturing. Okay. Like, it, Emily Blunt's character really gets messed up in this. 
letterboxed watch list. <laughs> oh, no. Um, what is the visit? Do oh, I know that's what this the Shyamalan is? one. The visit. the visit. That's the one that you watched. It's the grandparents. <gasps> or I are they? I love the visit. <laughs> Michael, have you seen I the visit? Like I haven't seen the visit, but okay. I think I know the. I think I've had the twist rune for me at some point or another. Sure. Tucker uh, was such a smarty pants that he figured it out. They they telegraph that twist pretty strongly immediately and through the entire movie. Well, then call me a doofus because <laughs> I was stunned. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's like, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's the gold standard for "Hey guys, M Night Shyamalan's not that bad," right? Right. Like, yeah. Remember M Night Shyamalan? It's like, <laughs> yeah. No, this I think was like his comeback where like he made was this pre-split? Split. I think it was. Yes, I think this is pre-split. Yeah. Pre-split. Yeah, and he had made like Lady in the Water and everything. It was Ugh. like Jesus Christ, this guy. For the elevator, one? the elevator one. Out. The elevator one. This, this is the. Po- <laughs> this is the. I think this is the first one after avatar oh my god oh god oh god and last earth or whatever what was that yeah yep, yep, yep. yeah 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 and Jaden. Jaden yeah. smith yep okay cool um no the visit's actually an all right film i thought yeah i thought it was great i mean like it's it's not breaking new ground but it's like no. a very good it's funny there's some really creepy moments i think most of the acting is pretty good yeah yeah, yeah. It's just, I did not expect it to be, like, humorous, and it was actually, like, yeah. I laughed out loud multiple times during the film. So, it's got that going for it. Yeah. I, I recommend. Could, I think it's, yeah. like, a really fun time. Yeah. I didn't have really any issue with it. And it's not, like, it's not like it goes on forever, either. It's like, okay, plot's done, done, done. Yeah. Scary thing happened. We're good. Everybody go home. And then I did. I was happy. Yeah. That's the best thing I can say about a movie. Car, it's about kids who go visit their grandparents. And then things take a turn. Yeah. It's like a fraught relationship between the grandparents and the kid's mom. And there's a lot of like emotional uh, disconnect that they're trying to work through. But also the the older of the two kids is like making a movie of the whole thing. So it's kind of framed in that way, which is kind of interesting. It's a cool movie. And it's uh, one of a number on this list, I believe, that plays with the like Alzheimer's as a scary thing. That seems like the trend of horror movies in the last like 10 years. It's just like, yeah, our parents are all getting older. Oops. Now we're making movies about it. And it's creepy. Because it's like, yeah, which is a confusing notion. Yes. Don't know (laughs) what to say about it, really. But that's how it is. Mm hmm. Yeah. The visit, yeah. Where, where are you, Catherine Hahn? We, we should love. Say. Yeah, I'll stop saying that now. Where, where, <laughs> Cara, where should we put the visit? Um. Okay. Well, I would say like. Mm, I haven't seen Dream Warriors, but I feel like maybe above Dream Warriors. Oh man, I would put this up around Prometheus. I think. I would put it below Prometheus. I know you would. <laughs> Let's keep this train rolling. <laughs> I'm not here to argue with you today. I'm just here to rank movies. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Okay. Under the skin. Mm-hmm. This is Ooh, the skin. sci-fi-ish one, am I where she's an alien? Yes? Yeah. Okay. 
Who is it again? Scarlett Johansson. ScarJo. ScarJo. Yes, of course. Yeah. Michael, have you seen? I have not, no. Oh, sorry. We're hitting like a bad Michael. Do we want to do a different one so Michael can be part of the conversation? <laughs> no, no, no. We're good. I'll just, okay. I'm just sitting back here. And... Just chilling. I think we can fire through this one pretty quickly. Yeah. This, to me, is maybe one of the most, is this a horror movie on the list? Really? There's a couple, well, there's one specific very, very scary scene that repeats itself. Yes. Um, But other than that, I don't think it's a horror movie, really. (sighs) It's like kind of a Kubrickian horror thing going (laughs) on, where it's just kind of unsettling and... Even in the way it's made where like shots go on too long and it's like it doesn't conform really to what we expect from a horror movie. But in that way, it's almost more frightening and terrifying when ScarJo is walking through a mall. It is weird. Like when you're saying that, like it's totally true. When I was watching this, I was scared, but it doesn't feel like a horror movie at all. Um, uh, But like it's... It's extremely well made. I really, really like this movie. Yeah. And I think like visually one of the coolest movies I've seen in a while. Yeah, I I think even at the time, right, I was kind of like, I don't really agree with that aspect of it too much. Yeah. I'm trying to remember back to when we talked about this movie and what my <laughs> opinion was so I can be true to myself. Uh, <laughs> there's some really interesting stuff going on in this movie. Yeah. Uh, it's also extremely slow and kind of uh what's the word like not a lot happens it's kind of uneventful for the most part let's say it's interesting you say that because the plot of it like if you were to describe the plot i don't really want to go into it too much because i feel like yeah the less you know about it going in the better but if you were to describe the plot it sounds very exciting like yeah there's murders happening happening and like there's bad guys and good good like ambiguous good guys yeah Yeah. uh but i think you're right it keeps a really i think non-conventional pace is maybe a like positive way to spin it it also just is since we're talking about like themes it has like the same ending as maybe some other movies that like it has the same ending as annihilation and relic and so on and so on and so on like every movie is doing this ending now and i don't understand it necessarily i think it worked maybe better here well i mean like annihilation's ending is like hard to argue with yeah i think annihilation wins that battle easy yeah but the way it's done here i think is really cool also yes i agree yeah uh and there's a lot going on here in that scene beyond just the effect that they're going for but that's all besides the point car where do you want to put under the skin this is a tough one i would say like maybe above or below midsummer yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> well I, i'm this one i'm actually kind of having to think about because i like yeah it's less engaging than midsummer i think but i think i like it more than midsummer or maybe even raw I think it's a more interesting movie than Raw is. Want to compromise with the above Midsummer? Where did you want to put it? Uh, above or below Midsummer. So, okay. This is a weak compromise car. I've been on your train this whole time. <laughs> I've been on the choo-choo 
waving the Carly oh. flag. But no, no, we're going to keep the uh, train rolling because uh, you don't want to get on Carly's bad side when we get down oh to my God. the green room. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, like the reason why I keep fighting so hard for Raw is like Under the Skin is so such a cool movie and such a unique experience. But yeah, I like you guys can start to veto me on it, but like Raw just has such like a strong emotional bond with me. <laughs> like yeah. I'm gonna have find it difficult to like right. objectively uh, but, rank other things. But I like Raw. Oh, see, we have a supporter. Two supporters <laughs> for Raw. And an angry Tucky. <laughs> Me hate good cinema. Me just want explosions. <laughs> the Ring. Oh, geez. We love it. I said I wouldn't do it, but we do love The Ring. <laughs> you did it. Do we love The Ring? I love yeah. The Ring. Yeah, I love The Ring, too. Okay, the I horses seen... jump in the water. Oh, I haven't man. Seen... So I haven't seen The American Ring, so I'm oh. going to be quiet here. I've mm. only seen The Japanese Ring. So mm. Okay. Hmm. I've seen Scary Movie 3. Does that help? (laughs) (laughs) She has armpit hair. She does have armpit hair. He cocks the shovels, you see. (sighs) We love Gore Verbinski. I don't know. I I haven't seen it since I was of an age to really like this movie, but I really like The Ring. I have seen it since I was... Of that age. Okay. Uh, and I still really like the ring. Okay. I think about the shot when Naomi Watts is like first understanding that the uh, tape is what is, uh, what's the right word? Like disseminating these. Yes. This curse. Right. Um, and she's on her apartment bal- apartment balcony and she looks out at all of the other apartments that have their TVs on. Yeah. Think about that constantly. God, <laughs> that I gotta is watch like this movie such again, a terrifying yeah. shot. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I think like some of the maybe backstory is a little bit clunky. Like yes. I don't actually care about this girl and her parents or whatever. Right. Um, I just want to see all the scary stuff. But I think yeah. the scary stuff is very scary. Such a great mood to this whole movie. It's just like yeah. oh, overcast, like Except for when she's in the cabin and the red light is yes. coming in from this yes. red tree. Oh yes. my god, scary! <laughs> and all the like the actual footage is creepy, like the fingers yeah. or whatever, and all that stuff. Mm. Yeah, but I have not seen it in such a long time that I don't really feel comfortable ranking it. Like I don't have a strong pull on this. So, Car, what are you? What are you feeling? I would say like above Prometheus. Based on my like nostalgic look back on it, I would put it way higher on the list, but. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I just remember just loving it. Just being like, it was also one of the first movies like that I had seen. So. Yeah. I don't know. And then I saw The Grudge and I was extremely disappointed. Yeah, the garage isn't scary. No, don't <laughs> you don't like ghosties. You don't like little kid ghosties. Going. I do uh, like ghosties. Uh, um, <laughs> okay, so where would you propose? <sighs> like above Pan's Labyrinth. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, it's, I don't think it's that good. Like it's okay. a very good this type of movie. Okay. I don't think it. Doing anything. That's how I feel about most of these movies. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> That's how I don't feel about Midsummer. 
Yeah. Mm. I, hmm. I would go like <laughs> below midsummer. Why was I on this train this whole time? This was such a bad ticket to purchase. It hasn't gotten me anywhere. The train's just going in little circles. <laughs> I just, I don't, like, I, as much as I think The Ring is very good, I don't think it's, like, a very good movie. I think it's a very good, like, horror experience, I guess. Hmm. If we were going by quality of filmmaking, I don't, we would need to reorder this list, some, I think, or something. Uh, hmm. I would, what about Below Midsummer Above Mungo? That works for me, but I don't, I like, Michael, I don't want to, I feel like... There's a couple in that range that I don't know if you have any protections over. Oh, you're saying Michael might not want to bump something? I don't know. Like Noroi yeah. and Mongo are both. Yeah, I, I'm going to stay out of this one. My image okay. of the ring is so much the Japanese movie and it's not very good. So <laughs> okay. hmm. I, I, I'm going to, my opinions are colored by that and I'm not seeing, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like. Like to me, the ceiling. Like I don't know. I I don't. I don't have any strong opinions about this. So. Okay. Then I'm okay with your proposal, Tuck. Okay. Okay. Did I do that right? Yeah, Phew. we'll see. I did that right. Okay. Green. Oh, that's not green at all. Uh, Baba <laughs> Duke have not seen. So have at her, guys. Oh, he's got a little top hat. <laughs> scary he's top cute. hat. Watch list. Fun little, uh, you see, Tucker, it's actually a metaphor for what? dealing with grief. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. Okay. Well, you see, there's all these other movies on this list that are what? also metaphors and <laughs> often for grief, <laughs> often for grief. Uh, <clears throat> I really liked Babadook. I haven't seen it in years or I guess since like around the time it immediately came out. But, um, I really liked it. I remember really liking it. For a while, it was probably like my favorite horror movie, but this was also a time when I hadn't seen many horror movies. So I don't know. Yeah, I I I think I agree for the most part. Like, I think perhaps because of the proliferation of that idea of like a very like, I think this kind of fits in the prestige horror vein mm-hmm. and is such a direct metaphor. Uh, yeah, I feel like those things maybe. This one just doesn't feel like it holds up as well as some of the other ones in that territory where it's just like maybe once you've seen it once and like you get the full story, um, maybe it's just not a great rewatch. But I I found it kind of like maybe tedious upon rewatch, but Hmm. I think I still found it scary and I think I've seen it like maybe three times now. Um, And it is terrifying to me, like the design of the Babadook and... Uh, there's a scene when the mom is watching TV and like the images on the TV get very (laughs) disturbing. Um, like, yeah, this is an extremely scary movie to me. And the, the scene where like the only time you actually, it feels like you actually see the Babadook as is like the, where he's crawling on the ceiling. Oh God. Yeah. terrified me as a the first time i saw it and yeah. i love a lot of the like i love the design for the babadook i love a lot of the like visual stuff going on like with the picture book and the pop-up book and everything mm-hmm. i love a lot of that and i think as far as the ending goes i think it kind of 
I mean, it pretty much hammers in exactly what the the metaphor is. But at the same time, I kind of like that that's... I don't know how it works as well as a movie, but I like how that that's the resolution for this, like, underlying... The underlying, like, subplot where it's actually a story about processing grief. Yeah. And I really like that, even though I don't know how much... I, I don't know think... I don't know if I feel like it works well as an ending for a movie as much as I think it works well for an ending for that arc. So... Yeah, I think I like the it. movie is, like, emotionally very smart. Yeah. Like, absolutely. I totally am on that journey um, with the mom when she's just, like, exhausted and depressed at her job. And everything is mm-hmm. terrible. Her life is so bad. Um, yeah, I feel like it really connects. And maybe that's one of the reasons why it's hard to watch is, like, it's actually a really devastating movie. Um, and you're kind of just sad the entire time. Um, but, yeah, it's... I like it quite a bit. I don't know. Where would you put it, Michael? Uh, I think I'm thinking like Prometheus territory. Yeah, I would agree. So I don't know if I would put it above or below Prometheus personally, but I know that that's kind of. I guess, how are you how are you feeling like where you want to what, what do you feel, Carly? I could go above. OK, I think I could go above, too. I'm doing it. Sweet. Also, he makes spooky noises, and they're kind of cool. Ooh. <laughs> Added to your watch list again. <laughs> Letterboxed. <laughs> yeah. Um, Black Swan. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let me say that once more. Black Swan. Yeah. Yeah. Top of the list. Uh... Somewhere in there, I okay. think. Uh, I love Black Swan. Uh, Black Swan's very good. Uh, it's a it's a good, perfect blue cover. Whatever, <laughs> it's, Michael it's, with it's, his it's, weeb opinions. I don't know. It just I, like to just me, kidding. so much of it was I don't I don't know. It's like ooh, we're we're telling. Look, guys, it's it's Swan Lake, but about making Swan Lake. Ooh. I don't know. It didn't uh, okay. do as much. I didn't get out of it what I kind of expected to get out. Of, what I was kind of hoping to get out of it. Okay. It was a lot of really strong acting and everything, obviously. A lot of, uh, I think, strong writing, too. But at the end of the day, to me, it was just kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't know how much of that was some of the 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 kind of like twists and turns being... I think I knew a couple of them already going in and that kind of, I think dulled some of their blows and just, I don't know. There are parts of it that I think that are like legitimately terrifying. And it's like this, like net, like uh Natalie Portman's character's relationship with her mother, mm-hmm. uh, her relationship with the, the acting coach. Who's like, not the acting coach, the dancing coach and the director of the, the whole performance who's like this sleazy, molesty, mm. creepy Frenchman, <laughs> who's also like really obsessive and everything. But at the same time, yeah. to me, so much of this plot was like that that perfectionist artist plot that we've seen before. Like my mind was immediately at like, oh, this is Whiplash, but ballet and mm. with a little more of a, like a psychological horror twist on it. But I think like, for I just, me, I oh, didn't... sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I just I just didn't come away feeling like as blown away. Even like I even felt like I think the highs for something like Noah 
hit me more than mm. this movie did. We love Noah. If we're talking Aronofsky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see that. I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. So. Carly? I think like the thing that... I, I mean, I love Black Swan. Like, each time I watch Black Swan, it's one of those movies where it ends and I'm just, like, on top of the world. I'm I'm soaring. <laughs> it, like, I love this movie so much. Um, and I think one of the reasons why, and, like, maybe where it differs from uh, what is, like, a very uh, traditional arc or, like, a story that's been told many times is I love how her specific brand of perfectionism is just it's all internalized she is a bundle of control and stress that she is only in well it's being inflicted onto her but she's manifesting it and she's keeping it interior to herself so then like the progression of that entire loss of control and like the it's a terrifying journey, I think, as someone who, like, enjoys control and is also stressed out. Like, it just, like, when she starts to lose track of what's happened, what's real and what's not real, and everything is spinning out of control and she's still trying to make it to that performance. Like, again, very similar to the Whiplash ending, but this just feels like a triumph for this character um, in a way that... It feels so different to how the story normally goes. I guess I I don't know if I felt like triumph really in a way. I don't know. It just to me, I don't I don't like I didn't feel like she won at the end. I guess it's interesting because she thinks she won, but yeah. she probably didn't actually win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like a, a terrible thing has happened to her, uh, but she did what she wanted. And then you're left to, like, I guess, decide whether, like, that's a good outcome for someone's life or not. Enough about Vox Lux, guys. Let's talk about Black Swan. <laughs> I love Vox Lux. <laughs> I really do. That's a great movie. Um, Black Swan, my body was clenched the entire time. I was just like a little tiny ball of clenched muscle anxiety. And for that reason, I love it. Yeah, I think maybe that's what I was trying to get at. It's just like the portrayal of anxiety and the way that it it takes you on that journey, I think is <clears throat> one of the better versions of that um, yes. out there. I haven't seen Whiplash or Perfect Blue, so I am an idiot in this conversation. <laughs> okay. Wow, like you this one. idiot in this conversation. Blast rods, good. Above the Shining. Is Wait, it a horror movie? I feel movie? bad that we haven't said Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis is great in this. Yeah, movie. Mila Kunis is great in this. Yeah. yeah, the whole cast in general, I think, is like, with the exception of maybe uh, Portman. Oh no, I was Carly. Who, who played? Why am I blanking on the name? Who played? Uh, Winona Ryder is Beth. Oh yes! Oh Little. my god! Mm. You don't like? I wasn't a big fan. Okay. I mean, I don't love her arc as much as I like everyone else's, but I think she's, like, good in it. Okay. Hmm. I also just really like Winona Ryder so much. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess it's just that, that if there be. was, like, a... Because I think Mila Kunis nails it. I really like Natalie Portman in her role. Uh, French... I can't think of the, the actor. Vincent Castles? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
knocked it out as the creepy mm-hmm. uh obsessive director and the mom was mm-hmm. fantastic god it's terrifying when she like throws out the cake because yeah. she's oh god like that first <laughs> moment when like it's like that because that's like that's when it, you realize like oh this is not a healthy relationship at all right and this is a uncomfortable place to be and yeah 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 it's really time good. to rank black swan you guys okay 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 now (laughs) please um i would go like above pan territory Mm. i would go above wiki but i haven't seen wiki so i don't know i'm okay with above wiki but i don't I don't want to I'm be not. Yeah, I didn't now. think that was going to happen. I'm not okay stars. with it above Wiki. Uh, I guess I could meet you halfway at Alien. That feels a little weird to me, but. I'm good with below Alien. Mm. I can't see think? this below Pan's Labyrinth. That would be yeah. Yeah, beyond the field sure. for me. So below Alien? Below. Yeah. Michael, can I get a confirmation? What was the What was the suggestion? Below Alien, above Pan's Labyrinth. That I mean, that feels more right to me. But I don't want to step on you, Tucker. I know you really like it. Like I do movie. really love Raw. So we're moving on. This is gonna be. I'm setting myself up for failure when I have to read through this list later and have to <laughs> yeah. figure out my own code. Uh, I like Hap the best. <laughs> Eraser head. Yeah. Ooh. I'll be the sound effects in eraser head. You guys talk about eraser head. I don't know. Um yeah. Uh can I get a couple more radiator clanks there? Cling, cling. Okay. Okay. Reverb okay. on okay. guys. Let's go. That's my David Lynch voice. Hello. <laughs> you see, the cat uh was caked in tar. We ended up not using it in the <laughs> shot, but you got it from the Humane friend. Society. Transcendental meditation, it'll change your life. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, Racerhead's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, really cool. Yeah. I don't know why I... Like, the more I thought about it after watching it, the more I was like, oh my god, I really like this. <laughs> I don't know, because it's like this, this crazy to... post-industrial terrifying hellscape place where everything's Everything sounds like an old factory and it's all surreal, but like, like visually really cool, like really well done. I don't, the lighting is so cool. All of the stuff that I think, I, I don't know. It's creepy in a way that I think is unique where like you've got the horse baby fetus <laughs> thing. You sure do. And it like, I, I don't know. I really, really like the race. And there's like these little bits of it that are like, like he's playing with some of those, those more traditional Americana plots, like the family of, I think Mary X is her name or something. Um, and like the plot, there's just a more traditional American family kind of story that you'd get out of something like Twin Peaks or even, even. Or like it feels like it has that same DNA, but now we're also in like this creepy black and white land. They don't know if it's a baby because it's not a baby. It's a horse sperm monster. <laughs> uh, yes. I don't know. It's just really yeah. cool. I really liked Eraserhead. 
I like when the dog comes in and just starts nursing in the middle of their conversation. Oh. They're having. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, unsettling. Um, you know who that got- is, right, Michael? The main guy, eraser head guy. Yeah, yeah. Fish in the percolator. Yeah, he is. Love that. Carly, where do you stand on eraser head? I like it a lot. I mean, yeah, (laughs) it's uh, not original to say that it's excellent, but it's excellent. It's also I don't think I'll ever watch this movie again. It felt like hell the entire time, which is totally the point. But I can't put myself in that space. I can't sit through the awkward dinner scene again. I just can't do it. The chicken's like, it's so upsetting. And and like, it's such a, yeah, it's a perfect, um, like, modern interpretation of hell. And it hurts me. The, uh, The dinner scene is very similar to the, I'm thinking of ending things dinner scene. In a way. Oh sure, yeah, that's a good point. But much quicker and better because it's not <laughs> an hour long. Uh, <laughs> I like Eraserhead quite a bit. Yeah, it's yes, it's very grimy and it doesn't feel like sets. It feels like David Lynch found this weird like nightmare world to shoot this movie in, and then he did. And I like the practical effects quite a bit. The the puppet or whatever yeah. it is yeah. to make the baby is insane yes yeah that's one of those like imdb trivia holes you can fall down of just like what is it how do they do it I yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> they've never actually said what they did right that's yeah. like been this thing that they've kept hidden yeah i think which is like very cool i don't know that just is like a very fun uh yep. thing to leave open forever mythologizing filmmaking i like the uh little segment where the kid makes the erasers out of his head yeah Yeah. that's cute and i think that's the best movie on this no i don't know uh what what are we thinking here well i'm feeling somewhere above alien yeah i think so yeah i would agree with that as well Uh, where above aliens a little weirder for me but Hmm. I would say below Rosemary, maybe. That's what I was thinking. Okay. I think hmm. that's okay. Yeah, I think that, that works for me. Okay. I think so. I think I would probably put it personally put it above Rosemary and below Shining, but yeah, Ooh. I think that that's fine. That makes that's sense. A bridge to me. too far from this this old guy here. <laughs> this okay. old guy. Hey. <laughs> I mean I this like... top chunk here is really like stunning stuff i know sure. you'll yeah. read the list at the end but like yeah we've got some good stuff going on oh uh, i can read it here the happening saw <laughs> signs okay the descent yeah i'm the only one who the dissented yeah i, I didn't get a chance I, to squeeze it in here i'm sorry carly <laughs> it's okay. i put effort in but it did not happen no the descent is incredible um <laughs> i feel like <laughs> i feel like Tuck, you and I had, or at least to me, like the best yeah. intro to The Descent ever, where our dad went yeah. to see this while we went to see Remind Me, The Monster House. Is that what it's called? Oh, is that what we saw? Yeah, Monster <laughs> I think House. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and our dad was horrified by it. And like, it's That's one of those awesome. that he talks about again and yes. again. 
Um, which is like the coolest lead into watching a scary story, I think. It's like, my dad is scared of this. Um, and it's because, yeah, it's a group of, uh, women, I want to say like in their late twenties or so who, um, get together every now and then to, uh, do something adventurous. Like, I feel like they probably climb mountains and stuff but in this version they're traversing uh cave tunnels don't do that spelunking is that the right word Um, yeah spelunking and one of the characters is dealing with a recent tragedy and there's a lot of (laughs) they always are yes they always are (laughs) there's a lot of anxiety about the trip in general going in and then they get into this cave system and everything goes so so wrong and there are scares both from just like being stuck in a crevice that is too small to get through which is (sighs) just i can't oh it's so scary um and then there are other scary things going on that i don't want to spoil but this was another one kind of in the black swan territory where this ended and i was just like oh my god i love movies this is great everything is wonderful (laughs) um i think it's notable like there is a very cool you don't see a lot of scary movies that are just a group of women as the characters like there's always like the final girl and probably one other girl who the dudes uh sleep with but this is just like it's really there's some exploration of uh some long-standing female friendship that i think is really cool um yeah great movie okay the descent the the descent will not be ranked here but carly highly recommends the descent in my heart it is it's up there you know okay no 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 we can't go down that road car <laughs> pulling the shoe down that one um, dead silence did you watch this tucker no i did not end up watching okay, dead good. silence no. yeah no it's did you watch this carly <laughs> okay I can just see cards sitting down for a nice evening watching. <laughs> what Dead is this? Science. I don't know anything about it. Uh, it's like James Wan, but puppets. Oh, pre conjuring, right? right? Pre, I think yeah, it's pre conjuring, but it's pretty much that. Yeah. Like imagine someone taking Slappy from Goosebumps, <laughs> somehow making it less scary, and then making it a James Wan movie. That sounds absolutely awesome. Is uh, Patrick Wilson there? No, he might be. I don't remember. It's been a while. It feels like the most. Like, I don't know. At least I remember what happened somewhat in Insidious. I don't know. Right, right. This feels like a movie they made up for Netflix to make it seem like Netflix has more movies that you would never actually watch, but it's in the list of movies when you're on Netflix. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, that's exactly how I ended up watching it one day. (laughs) No. So it was just kind of there. It's like those fake bands Spotify gets to make yeah. music for radio. Stations. Yeah, yeah, like the yeah. the the algorithm <laughs> yeah. making ambient music. Yeah, um, except it's a James Wan production, uh, like an actual movie. Only I don't know. I like I James- like I'm genuinely <laughs> terrified of puppets, and this movie Same. did nothing to that, despite I, that being the whole premise. To me, James Wan movies are ambient filmmaking, where it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> just happens in the background yeah so anyway okay 
I made it like dehydrated pee color. Yeah, I don't like that it, color. It's, okay, it's the dehydrated pee of horror movies featuring puppets. Let's <laughs> oh, move on. Them. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, we're in the home stretch. Yep. <gasps> yep. Stretch oh, all boy. Right. <sighs> How about mm. the mats, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. yeah. Then world, <sighs> do you see them World Series there? Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Never in my life. Um, let's just skip this next one. Uh, <laughs> right, Deborah Logan. Uh, Green Room. Green Room. Green Room. Green Room. Green Room. Guys, I don't want to have the conversation about how this isn't a horror movie. So let's just Yay! skip it. I mean, let's skip the movie and go straight to. No, you maniac. <laughs> okay, Green Room. Yeah. We've all seen Green Room. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah, they made an hour and a half music video to that Dead Kennedy song. They, they sure did. did. That was a funny moment when you said it's just going to be this Dead Kennedy song, and you hadn't yet seen the part where they play the Dead Kennedy yeah. song. <laughs> like it's not even subtle. It's like because uh, to me it was like okay, we're in. I know this is a slasher esque movie. We're in a stupid Nazi club. Uh, she's wearing the dead Kennedy's <laughs> shirt. Do. They're telegraphing yeah. it. And then they actually played it. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we are. I think the the music references and the way they're handled are my least favorite part of Green Room because it all seems fake mm. to me. It all seems like a put on. Uh, I especially hate if I can nitpick something that has nothing to do even with the movie. I hate that the poster is a London Calling rip because yeah. that is not the type of punk music that this movie has anything to do with. This is it. true. I hate no, it. that's fair. That uh, is a fair criticism. Um, thank you. I will note that a lot of the music references are initially also faked by the, by the characters. Sure. They're posers. Remember they're like, they're naming off punk bands as their desert Island bands. But then when they actually say them, they're like Madonna, Madonna, Simon and Garfunkel, Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> Much better picks. I must say, those two. It's nice that they were able to remember Garfunkel exists. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> green, green Room is uh, kind of for me in the Black Swan. I was extremely tense for this entire film yeah. type of thing, and that's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's one of those like, um. I think I really like being in that space. Like, that's yeah. one of my favorite feelings during a movie, uh, which is Boy. one of the big reasons why I think I like this movie. Huh. Okay. It makes the movie go by quickly because you're just like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And then something mm. happens. You're like, oh, oh, okay. And it's just well, that I for think 90 in minutes. order for that to, at least for me, in order for that to exist, it, the movie has to be operating at a level where like, it feels real or not yeah. real because Black Swan is obviously like playing with like fantasy elements, but like believable and that yeah. people are acting in believable ways. And I think that's one of the best parts about Green Room is like you're dealing with um, villains and main characters who are both like thinking out their decisions and acting in ways that like on the part of the villains are horrifying mm-hmm. and I think like a lot of the terror comes into play because they have such an intricate system of existing. Like the moment for me where the movie really like kicks in is when um, they have to deal with the fact that the police are coming 
uh, because yeah. there was a reported stabbing and uh, there's these two boys who look like brothers or twins and they have to, one has to stab the other to right. like act as the victims in this right. situation. And that's the moment where I was just like, Oh God, this is, things are going to really, really, yeah. really, really bad. They've done this before. Oh no. Yes. They know yeah. exactly how to handle this. They're going right. to get dogs to eat the bodies so that uh, mm, 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 it mm. doesn't look like they were murdered. Like it, it, the only other movie I can think of that, or maybe the best comparison I can think of is Funny Games, um, which is another where it's like a sort of you're trying to escape the this murderous row um, and there's just no way to. Like everyone's behaving in logical ways, not like in a, say, The Strangers, where it's like the main characters are trying to escape this bad situation, but they're idiots. You know what right. I mean? Yes. Um, yeah. And then beyond that, like, I think um, I really like the friendship of the bandmates. Like, yeah. I think that's a really believable and like nice part of the movie is like, yeah, I I, I love that initial chunk when they're in the van hanging out, having some beers and like Aaliyah Shawcott's awesome, um, et cetera. Michael, hold <laughs> your thought. Because <clears throat> I just want to disagree with Carly here. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, okay, cool. Um, the part that kind of rubbed me the wrong way about Green Room is just how competent every single person is. Which kind of, I don't know, it kind of took me out of the experience or kind of lessened the, I mean, it's, it's full of tension, but it kind of, I felt like it could have been more because the band gets locked in a room and all of a sudden they're like, okay, now you do this, you do this, you do this. And they're they have like this whole plan in like seconds. And it's like, okay, I could not do this. You know, the guy is like, they are in such a poor spot and they turn it around very quickly and dude's arm gets messed up, but that's, you know, a price they had to pay, I guess. But it just, I felt like it kind of wore on me as the film went on how sure everything is terrible, but also they know exactly what to do in every situation. And it just so happens that it doesn't work out quite right or something. Yeah, I guess I mean, part of me just assumed from who these people are that like, no, obviously they're not prepared for this exact situation, but they... I mean, they were willing to play at this club in the first place. Like, I think yeah. my assumption is like they've dealt with some some rough folks before. Um, sure. And like at least know how to they know to make sure that the guy gets on the ground and that he can't do. You know what I mean? Sure. And they know how to actually like physically fight that sort of person. Um, yeah. And I think it's just some relief of like after watching so many movies that are like this but fail to like build that tension. It's like yeah. I'd rather see people be smart than be stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess you yeah. have to have some amount of competence in order to create that tension. It's just like, oh no, we're gonna die, and then the right, yeah. I guess that would and be I mean, much of a movie. They, I think they kind of established that this isn't just happening in like split second instances. I mean, this goes yeah. for the course of an entire night. There's yeah. literal hours where they're in the green room. The green room. Yeah, because they they play the show when it's daylight. So, like, yeah, yeah it yeah. is. It's a number of hours for sure. <laughs> Maybe they run like an escape room, you know? Yeah. <laughs> in their off hours or something. <laughs> okay, where's the puzzle box? Uh-huh. Okay. I need three medallions. <laughs> Michael, what did you think of green room, you son of a I gun? loved green room. Yeah. It was tense in the way that 
made it hard to watch at times but at the same time it was like i don't know things felt kinetic things felt like they were like there was like the characters themselves felt like actual characters that were trying to do what they said they weren't going to do like 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 uh patrick stewart nazi man wasn't word um, like he's he's like there's there's i think people like all the characters have clear motivations they have clear direction um they do a good job i think of making patrick stewart man seem like an actual threat um i don't know it just like i really liked a lot of the the color tones to it were a lot of fun a lot of the camera work was a lot of fun there was a lot of really uh i think a, a sense of setting that was really really strong that i really really liked um the fact these kids go on stage and play Nazi punks fuck off immediately was fun. Um, which is what I think also kind of speaks to the, the, them being maybe not like, like they're not coming into this as like GI Joes or anything like that, but they're able to, um, like it, it seems like it's not their first rodeo with a tough audience because sure. they're willing to tell Nazis to fuck off to their face yeah. and be paid for it. Um, right. I don't know. It was, it was... So, oh, sorry. No, I didn't want to cut you off, Carly. I apologize. No, I, I just really quick. Like, I that is such a fun and tough thing to pull off because you know, I mean, you know the general way that this movie is going to go from the get go. Yeah. But y- like, I still want them to play that song. <laughs> like, that is such a moment of like, yeah, fuck those Nazis, even though you know that's like an inciting incident or one of the inciting incidents that will lead to everything going so so wrong. Yeah. 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 And I just I don't know, I just really, really liked it. I felt like it's it's one of those things it felt confined in a way that I think was good. It felt a lot like what I think maybe a good slasher movie is supposed to feel like or a good like yeah. home invasion movie is supposed to feel like where it is that kind of isolating like die hard. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> like die hard. Um I don't know. And then I little i felt a little iffy about some of the way uh like i like that the nazis were the villains and that they're a very easy group i think to make villains because like who whoever sits there and says they like nazis at least in 2015 um oh uh and uh like they made that a good like it's a good setup um and I think they handle some of the gray area there pretty well too at times. I think the the cousin being a guy who wants to get out works. Uh same with Emojin Poot's character. But there's also like this weird gray area with like characters like Gabe and stuff where it feels like maybe we're being a little Am I supposed to like this guy? What's the is he in over his head or did he just I mean, he's literally signed up with the Nazis and is plotting with these people to kind of help clean up a murder and it it there's some of that stuff that feels a little weird, but like the actual way things kind of go to hell in a hand, like hell, like the, the way things just kind of blow up in everyone's face in this movie is a lot of fun, I think. And in a way that's very tense, very, um, very visceral in a lot of ways. Uh, it's just, it's, it's like, I just think it's a really cool movie. I don't know. It, it felt like a very tense movie in a way that didn't, 
let up until it was time to actually let up. And uh, maybe it slowed down a bit towards the end where they're actually going to Patrick Stewart Nazi guy's house. But outside of that, it, it, it felt paced well. It felt like things were built up well and then torn apart well. And I really, I just really, really liked it. Even like that ending part, because it totally does slow down. Um, but I, I like, I think that evokes such an effective feeling. Like it kind of feels like you're like hung over or something when mm-hmm. they're in that last act, when they're just like walking around the woods where it's like, I'm there's they must be so exhausted and like they've gone on so many waves of adrenaline that they are probably feeling the way the end of the movie feels um yeah I really like the way that that wraps up and that's it for the podcast thanks guys (laughs) oh we have to rank it now uh oh shoot Um, I don't know what to do about green room Mm -hmm. Is it above or below Die Hard? Mm. <laughs> Can mm. someone do the Hans Bubby? <laughs> Hans Bubby. That's yeah. your white knight. <laughs> Have you seen my cigarettes? I can't do the. I love so much him doing this American accent. <laughs> no. Um, okay, where, where are we going to put Green Room? Uh, <gasps> I, I don't even know. I would say like it maybe around Swanee. Yeah, maybe around Swanee feels pretty good to me. Yeah, it feels good to me too. I would put it below Swanee though, is my little little spice mm. in this cauldron. <laughs> I definitely enjoyed Greener more than I enjoyed Swanee, but I, I love know. both. I'm gonna let you guys battle this one out. I Mm, it's too late in the day for me to fight about one spot on this list. <laughs> Same though. So let's put it above Swanee. No, we don't have to put it above Swanee. We can I'm put it doing below Swanee. It. No, Tucker. I've I think done it, and I won't be convinced otherwise. Okay, fine. Can I call it Greeny though? You can call it yeah. Greeny if you know what Sweet. Greeny means when you read through this list. It, yeah, <laughs> you guys can help me. It'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> Deborah Logan. Deborah Logan, the taking of Deborah Logan. That's have not right. seen, have not seen it's, Tucker uh, Quiet now. It was an interesting movie to uh, <clears throat> snake into this watch Very list. Good. Uh, I don't care. Well. Uh, there's a very, there are some very pronounced uh, snake sounds, <laughs> including like what is probably one of the craziest things to happen yeah. in this kind of movie. I don't know. That. Mm. <laughs> There's a, a really insane within like the last five, ten minutes snake thing that happens. Oof. Okay. Um I don't know. <laughs> Carly, what do you think places. of Deborah Logan? I think okay to middling movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but is my exact brand of things that scare the uh jesus out of me like i i this was one of those movies where like i couldn't handle it i just couldn't handle it i wanted it to be over i couldn't look i screamed a bunch like the imagery that they're getting at it's all like yeah it's like cheap scares or like Mm -hmm. um there is originality i think but it's Mm -hmm. not 
it's not inventing anything that's like particularly meaningful or I think will change anything in the horror game moving forward. But they just nailed making me scared, <laughs> which I think yeah. is like sometimes that's exactly what I want. And I think this does it pretty successfully. Um, there are some insane sequences in this movie. Yeah. The 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 telephone, uh, the switchboard. Yeah. part in the attic where she's speaking French oh. really demonically and <laughs> things are sparking and shaking and she's shaking and it's it's yeah it's intense it's, it gets it gets pretty intense um yeah I think I'm with you in that I think it's an like okay middling movie I think there are it hits I think it hits requisite beats and there are parts that I think that are meant to be scary that fall flat in a way like the the initial buildup, I think works really well, especially with making this this uh, like old, uh, like she's like with this old conservative grandmother type lady, kind of seeing her like they they do a good job of making her feel scary in a way. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know what like like there's this like tension throughout the entire movie where she could snap and kill someone. Right. It feels like because of the way they kind of build up some of the more horror stuff and her reaction to that. And as that condition kind of continues toward like more and more, more and more down that road, I think like the parallel is like, oh, it's Alzheimer's. But what they're also trying to do is like, oh, she's actually becoming more and more possessed as this goes on. And that kind of build up, I think, works really well. Um, and like that last part. <laughs> That that really like the the part in the cave, just yeah. that that shot, <laughs> like the only part that feels like a really elaborate special effect in some way, yeah, is crazy. Yeah, they really went for it. Like, they just yeah. they went all in on snake and things that happen to snakes and that snakes do, and yeah. it works. It sure does. Um. Yeah. I'm really curious as to what, you know, members of like the the Alzheimer's community make of this, because I don't know how, whether they portray that kind of like that, that kind of degradation that comes with it in any kind of respectful or disrespectful way or represent that in any kind of disrespectful way. Um, This underlying plot device of a Native American curse feels really grody, especially now. Yeah, I think I blacked that out because when you mentioned that earlier, like I didn't recall that that was part of the story at all. And that was probably just my brain like protecting itself from yeah. something really terrible. Uh, that sucks a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But some really cool things, cool sequences, cool. Some cool stuff happens, I guess. Yeah, this to me is like, okay, you can watch like, this feels in the same um, vein as like a James Wan, but this one's actually scary. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, yeah, we're de- like, this is a movie. It, this is better than like a, a Conjuring or something. Yeah. There's more. I think there's, they nail some of the atmospherics and some of the, even the jump scares and stuff really well. Yeah, definitely. Um, In a way that James Wan just doesn't in any of his big spooky movies man he's really getting slammed by he sucks three of us <laughs> uh, should stop Tucker, he made movies. the best fast and furious movie so and he did not make tokyo drift please rank deborah <laughs> logan um i don't know I, like i'm thinking anywhere between the conjuring and nightmare on elm street yeah mm-hmm. i feel like below shutter is kind of where hmm. i want to put it 
works for me. All right. Okay. Michael, the devil's reign. You want to take this one away? Uh, Take it away. We can just scratch it. The devil's reign is just this really cheesy 70s, schlocky, cheap horror film. Um, I put it on there as a joke. Uh, (laughs) William Shatner's in it. It's like his first, one of his first major films after, uh, after uh, Star Trek. Right before the Star Trek movies. Yikes. It's really, he really hams it up. The whole movie is really hammy. It just mm. it feels like a very, very much like a a cheap 70s horror movie. And in a way that's kind of charming. Sure. It's also very it bad. bad. Mm. So. Mm. Speaking of which, get out. <laughs> get out. Get out. Get out. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah, I like that where that bit went. <laughs> um, I put this on here, I think, right? Maybe? I think so. I, I didn't. Did. I feel like we needed this on here just because this is such like a landmark, I feel like, horror film. You've already We've already felt like the influence of Get Out. Oh, totally. Horror yeah. cinema, yep. especially. So, um, But I also have trouble thinking of anything to say about it at this point. Uh, okay so like yeah get out super changed the game uh in a lot of ways i think it's exciting in that it's our introduction to like jordan peele has really imaginative um original ideas for horror movies like i think the god why can't i think of it the 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 sunken zone is that what it's the upside down place (laughs) okay i think the sunken place stuff is like so chilling and so effective and was one of the cooler uh first like screening or movie theater experiences i've had um it just like felt awful in a really effective way and then i think also uh just extremely well made and amazing performances by absolutely everyone who's in it um and yeah, it did. It changed the horror game. Like now we have a lot of what I think are a lot less well-made like yeah. issues horror movies. Like right. I think this one actually says something whereas like yeah, there's a lot of produced by the team behind Get Out or whatever right. movies that aren't as good. Right. Um, but this one is extremely good. Yeah. I don't really have anything else to add. Um other than it's I also thought it was genuinely funny at times. Like there's mm-hmm. this little knife at your your East Coast liberal types that is I think kind of fun in a way. There's a lot of it's just like genuine comedy put in there, kinda of coming from that 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 Keen Peel background Jordan Peel had. And I think it it's like it makes it a fun watch alongside being this this horror film that can be genuinely scary at times and also genuinely poignant at other times. Like it just, it, it, it's like, it's both this entertaining movie and also feels like a very smart movie and also at times a very scary movie. And I just think it's really good. I'm like just a great kickoff of like, yeah, that was a wonderful moment of like, Oh, we're going to hopefully have a lifetime of uh, Jordan Peele movies. Yeah. Yeah. How's that working out car? Yeah, I yeah. didn't like us. Oh. 
I, I love did. us. I <laughs> uh, <laughs> didn't like Get Out so much. So oh, like I love Get the Out. Ring? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, okay, I would say like in I'm eyeing the. Mm. Wow, I yeah, mm. I had the first moment where I forgot what one of these names was. Okay. Um, anywhere <laughs> in the like pan to midsummer territory. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why? What were you thinking? Green room, Swanee territory. Oh, okay. No. I would go below Swanee. Uh. <laughs> like above Midsummer, maybe. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Mm. This movie's fine. I don't think it's. I don't think it's like. Top of the pops horror movie here, folks. I don't know. I think it's airtight, at least in terms of like quality. Like, I think there are some story stuff um, in a way that not everyone in that range has. Yeah, but I like them better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I guess that's my two cents. If we can work something out here. It seems like this is one of the more, uh, the, one of the wider ranges we've talked about so far. Yeah. Hmm. I can come down. I can come up. Okay. And Carly okay. can stay where she is <laughs> as she's done this entire podcast. How do you feel about hey, hey, hey. witch raw territory? That seems, that seems fair to me. Let's do it. Okay, between okay. those two. That works for me. Okay. Now, can we put us like five spots up? No. <laughs> oh, us I is so much would be amenable to this. <laughs> us is fun, dude. I don't know. I love both of these movies. I think they're both fantastic. I, mm. I might have to give us another go. I think you just have to go <laughs> in knowing that the ending is terrible. It's really. No, it's not just the ending that's terrible. <laughs> What? I love the first hour. Uh, we can't spend time okay. on us. It's not even on the list. <laughs> it is kind of stupid how that all wraps up, though, huh? Hmm. Exorcist. We're almost done, folks. Exorcist. Yeah. I like this movie a lot. Hmm. It doesn't really work as a horror movie anymore, but I really liked yeah. it. Yeah. This The parts of it that are the scary ghosty stuff doesn't really land too well. I, I don't yeah. like I imagine I can imagine it was crazy seeing her head turn around and stuff back <laughs> yeah. in 1970 whenever but right. like the the some of the horror stuff doesn't work but it's like a drama I really loved a lot of what the exorcist throws down I guess and I like how it's kind of doled out in ways that aren't like the way that the time skipping kind of happens is it's not like you're you're being told uh like it just kind of comes out in conversation that like oh his mom feels like she he's abandoned him and then she's dead and stuff and it just kind of comes up naturally in a conversation rather than belaboring that with with the extended scenes that would make this movie another hour long um i don't know i feel like i'm i don't know someone else say words please carly how do you feel about the exorcist like like I I liked it and I obviously thought it was super well made. I just didn't 
connect at all. Like I yeah. don't. That's I, how I feel. Yeah, like all of the stuff outside of um, the horror was interesting because it felt in a lot of ways like um, a lot more realistic in terms of human interactions than you get in a normal horror movie. I think I really did like all of the uh, interactions that the mom had with the doctors. I thought that was like uh particularly well built out and felt like very accurate plotline um but i wonder if it's because like the entire time you're expecting or you're waiting for these terrifying sequences that it's all just kind of like okay whatever like let's get there yeah. i or maybe i just didn't yeah maybe i just didn't connect to whatever the emotional resonance was supposed to be like i didn't I don't know. I want to sound terrible, but like, I didn't care about the guy's mom dying. Like it just didn't hit me at all. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. The, the concept really doesn't like Rosemary's baby. I'm not going to become pregnant. Uh, but that that scenario still works as like horror to me, but I, I guess I don't have this, like, I don't know my own daughter anxiety thing going on. Like it doesn't connect on a personal level with me at all. What's happening in this movie as far as a horror movie for, for whatever reason. So it's kind of silly, I guess, or something. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. And there's like, a, mm. I feel weird really liking it as much as I did. Uh, <laughs> especially since some of the mother daughter stuff didn't really work for me as, I don't know. I like what got to me more was some of the more cynical takes on the clergy. I think that came out of it. Mm. Sure. Stuff where like, these are all flawed people who, who uh one feels like he's betrayed his family or something to go to the clergy or something and uh, the other one's going to drinking parties and stuff <gasps> and i kind of liked a lot of that like this more like it's not just here's a possession and now the priest comes in and blesses the house and it's this crazy battle between good and evil it felt like people were involved in a way yeah and i liked that a lot um <laughs> yeah the, it feels the, like i could write like a really good essay on this but i <laughs> you know what i mean like I, th there is so much going on in it yeah and maybe that's one of the issues with like me connecting with it is it really feels like there's a million threads uh and not in a bad way just in like this is a really complex world that we're exploring all aspects of um yeah i just like didn't have a way in i don't think which is weird mm -hmm. because like I like mother-daughter relationships in movies and like, I don't know. It just didn't hit. I found the fact that the big spooky was a Babylonian god yeah. to be kind of off. Yeah. Boy, I hate all that crap. The whole beginning thing where it's like the statue or whatever. And it's like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Of Pazuzu. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, it's worth it for the for the future drama, but otherwise, <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't do no, like that. For me. That stuff I think didn't work. Um, the the moment where the kind of the the possession takes hold though, and uh, the the girl walks downstairs and just kind of starts cussing people and pees yeah. on the floor. I thought worked as like a setup because that to me was like a uh things are bad now kind of moment yeah. yeah in a way and i thought that kind of was a good lead-in but then afterwards it just becomes 
cartoonish in a way that I don't think works. And I wonder, and I wonder how much of that is also that Exorcist kind of set a very well trodden yeah. trope, yeah. yeah, and also became parodied by virtually every right. totally every possible <laughs> uh, paradiser, right. parody parody maker. Mad Whatever. TV like, loves the exorcism <laughs> scene or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of love, we love Mike Oldfield, Tubular Bells, in stores now. It's a cool theme. It is a cool theme, yeah. It's cool. Thank theme. you, Mike Oldfield. You son of a gun. Of, of Metal Gear Solid 5 fame. <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, where where are we putting this? Hmm. I would put it below, not like directly, but I would not put this above Midsummer. I guess, personally. I feel like we're not going to get away with that. That seems blasphemous. I just don't. That does seem weird, but I also feel like that's about right. I, oh, like, I feel okay so much that, stronger Michael. about the movies above this, even though I really liked some of the stuff with The Exorcist. Like, I think so much of like the central conceit of that movie, the, the actual like... Uh, battle with the demon stuff is so dated and feels tired in a way and i just i the the rest of it the parts of it that were like a good drama yeah that's good but i don't feel as strongly as i do about or at least as consistently as i do about things like like midsummer raw get out uh green room eraser head yeah yeah. So like I like to me above ring in midsummer is actually kind of the ideal location but i don't know how you folks feel about it car what you feeling what you feeling yeah, car? that works for me so where are we putting it uh, above ring below midsummer that sounds good to me that is a blasphemous move on our part whatever <laughs> i'm over it it's exciting <laughs> this is like the fourth hour we've done this i <laughs> throw it all against the wall see what sticks hey, are you ready folks. for uh What's next? It's Haosu. Car, did you uh, perchance see Haosu? I didn't. I was going to, but I didn't. That's fine. I love this movie. I love this movie so much. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I don't know how to rank this at all. It's like House feels like such an outside (laughs) film. It's like what aliens think horror movies are and it's beautiful and i love it so much uh it's like they watched scooby-doo and the exorcist and they were like this is what horror movies are let's do this (laughs) turned a couple of knobs on there threw in a bit of like infomercial machine yeah god it's crazy it's such a crazy piece of film um oh i'm getting shivers just thinking about mac and her watermelon and all of the things <laughs> that happened there uh you remembered when the severed legs drop kick uh yes i don't even remember what they dropped they just kick things ghosts no, they just probably kick things. of some sort <laughs> yeah 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 spooky cat behind the the thing remember the, when the, the the piano eats people and you just get this like crazy <laughs> fingers playing the piano ah that's such a good, insane movie Remember when they're going on their trip in the beginning? They're like, let's go on a trip. And then it's like a 70s music video all of a sudden. And then they're on like the love yeah. bus and everything. And there's. Yeah. Yeah. It's like stuff. it's like the setup to like a like a, 
one of those educational videos yes. that you'd watch in in elementary school or that your step like or like the that the the substitute teacher would play because they didn't know what homework to assign and it's like <laughs> this is what i watched in my day this is what horror movies were unfortunately yeah. um yeah crazy thing i have no idea how we're gonna even consider ranking it yeah well i just i have no criticism of it because it's just it's above that I, in my mind it's just i don't like, know how you criticize it it's beautiful it, it feels like an outsider film like i think like yeah. people talk about outsider music stuff like and this feels like it's in that vein yeah in a way that you know because i feel like people throw the it just it feels like yeah yeah i don't and i don't know how you even throw it into a list somewhere michael is this the jandek of horror movies or the daniel johnston of horror movies hmm Ooh, think piece for I, you uh i would say daniel, daniel i would say daniel as well yeah yeah because <laughs> it's like it's it's weird in a way that i think is good absolutely I enjoy it it's yeah. such a thing to behold yeah not to play this movie up too much but you should go watch this movie folks because yeah. it's like, <laughs> uh it's amazing it's like acid horror like yes acid totally horror. no yeah it's just like it's not like what were they on drugs but it totally is like that also yeah. at the same time uh it's like they took the running through the door sequences from scooby-doo and thought that that was a spooky movie yeah you know what it reminds me of just because mm. i've been in that zone so much is but uh, uh melier's melier like if he made a horror movie like a j horror movie in the 70s yeah in a way yeah like yeah i think that 70s is a key yeah notifier because i feel like we're dealing with that psychedelia dna totally. here but yeah. yeah no that's that's like, I was thinking about do? this because I was watching a few uh, Melius uh, films or clips before this because I was curious and I feel and, and like one of the things that I was thinking of is like, man, this seems really creative even by today's standards. Right. What kind of matches that and House is one of those ones that can kind of fit into that that nook and cranny of being like this crazy outside of the trends thing going on. And yeah, we had an idea for a shot and then we did it and it doesn't really fit into this story we're telling, but who cares? It's cool. And then yeah. it's a whole movie of that. Do you know green screens are a thing? <laughs> they did. Oh, uh, they certainly did. Um, that's cool. Where were we house? I don't no. know what you want to do. I don't, I, yeah. I feel like I have to have my hands off at the moment because I don't. Jeez. Well, I can't just ring this movie. Uh, <laughs> I really think this would be like at least like top five for me. I mean, it's, it's so much less serious than everything here except for yeah. which I guess. <laughs> like it's a cartoon like it, it's yeah, a cartoony totally, kind of totally. thing it's yeah. it's i we're definitely in kids locked in a house and slowly killed one by one territory but yeah and they all have like one character trait and a nickname and that's like all they get <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah uh but uh i don't know i don't i probably wouldn't put it in the top five territory but i'd feel comfy and like Below eraser head hmm? ish hmm. like alien territory yeah oh i would much rather watch this than the alien though yeah but i also think maybe alien is a more like and this is what's hard is i think aliens may be more competent movie it's a prestige horror yeah but so is house <laughs> absolutely which one has a criterion collection release hmm? uh give it like 10 years <laughs> yeah i suppose yeah uh 
Sidebar here. When does A2 Fart, A2 fart A2 start fart? doing? <laughs> A2 <laughs> when do they start doing the criterion thing of like putting out old movies with bad updated covers? Hmm? Like Not immediately? All the covers hmm? are bad. Not all the covers are so. bad. <sighs> There's my Christmas list. <laughs> um, I would put it around. So I guess what I'm saying, Duckers, I'd put it around Alien. I feel like I couldn't, I wouldn't feel comfortable putting it above Wicker Man. Okay. I'll take your word for it. I got no problem with that, Michael. Okay. It's wild. It's an it's a it is a one of a kind movie, and I think that's really hard to find. So Yes. Yes. I'll make it orange like the cat thing. Well, it's more uh, it's kind of a red. I, I, it's, it's, it's like red. a blood orange. Um Are we done ranking? Hey, 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 hey. No, I'm asking. Uh I have not seen It Follows. Okay. But you have seen Suspiria? But you have Suspiria? seen Suspiria. I absolutely have seen Suspiria. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. Can I do a really, really quick It Follows thing? Absolutely. It Follows is great. Okay. Uh, genuinely scary movie um, about uh, if you have sex with someone who has this uh, curse, then creepy mm. people start following you and trying to kill you. Cool. Um, and I wonder what it, that's a it, metaphor for. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. yeah, which they handle it interestingly. Um, but it takes place in like this. Uh, I think it takes place in Detroit um, around modern day. But there's these weird touches that make it feel like an imagined world. Like their cell phones look like uh, like seashells. Like there's just hmm. random little weird things about it that. Um, I think are both very fun and enhance it. Um, and then just like a really great, oh, here's a group of like high schoolers, uh, grappling with a terrifying situation that feels both fun and exciting and also realistic. Um, yeah, I highly recommend. Does it make sense that I get this confused with under the skin every single time? They are nothing alike. Okay. But from the description, <laughs> they sound almost exactly the same. Okay. Yeah. This is more, it's, it's because you're like with these teens, it's not like a fun movie. Well, it yeah. is a fun movie, but it's not a funny movie, um, okay. but it has levity and I would say like more structure perhaps than Under the Skin. Okay. Yeah. But, okay. Similar in the way that like the world doesn't feel quite real i guess right and if you have sex you die yeah okay cool okay <laughs> it follows mm -hmm. what color should i make it follows hmm. can we do like a lime green hmm. oh beautiful okay and this might be our last film then is suspiria <gasps> modern version right this is the radio head edit that's right, right. <laughs> <laughs> which is the worst part of the movie in some ways Fake plastic trees uh, <laughs> uh, I, for what it's worth yeah that tom york song feels out of place but i also really really like that tom york song uh oh <laughs> you guys yeah. fight this one out no i i think that's completely right it just like i it, it's like oh that's nice music why is it playing in 1970s berlin at this dance company yeah it's yeah. um, the spooky part <laughs> there are some parts in this movie like the way they connect 
you know, victims being like supernaturally tortured uh. with the the like the dance performances mm-hmm. in such a direct and visceral way. And the way that's filmed where they cut from one to the other is so cool and disturbing and like uh i I just it's yeah um i think it's a cool movie i think it's a cool setting i think it's a lot of cool things going on here i like the red i like a lot of the yes. red. yeah this like it's such a stupid phrase but this <laughs> movie is just like vibes while also being horrifying and like having a lot of horrifying things happen in it. like it is it evokes such a feeling it evokes such a like known and understood place um there's a lot going on in it like it's it takes place in divided berlin there's like a lot of political um hmm. both like direct references and undertones there's gender dynamics there's which is uh, <laughs> there's <laughs> dancing like and people use that as a criticism of it and i love every single part of it like i it just works so so well for me and is so scary in mm. some parts like there's a lot of um nightmare sequences that kind of remind me of the videotape in the ring where it's just like f- quick flashes of up- upsetting stuff like really really upsetting stuff mm. um but it feels so inspired like i was so a bunch of the images that uh, Luca Guanino uses are based in like um, artist work that he finds particularly inspiring. Like it just it feels like such a complete work. Um, and then I think also just dance works really well in horror movies. Like there are some Black Swan sort of moments like in the Black Swan scene where it's Vincent Castle is doing the attack it, attack it thing we get a Suspiria, Suspiria moment where it's Dakota Johnson like trying to hit this high jump again and again and just the tension that you get from watching that type of movement and I think seeing uh, this type of art be played out it fits this structure incredibly well um, I love this movie so much and it's so freaking weird like till this one plays like five people yeah. it's a remake uh, of a movie it has nothing to do with essentially like what a weird weird movie Ugh. till this went in a fat suit yes and like it's insane old man and i think there's like one other i forget well there's yeah. playing till this one but then i think there's one other yeah um yeah. that so like i saw this movie a couple of years ago i think or at least it's been it's been a fair while since i've seen it um the first i think major dance sequence with uh dakota johnson's character and then what's happening to the other person yeah locked in that other room is still like burned into my mind in a way yeah like that's such a striking like I, I think genuinely horrifying sequence um, and it happens so early in the movie so it's just yeah. like oh that that's where we're going <laughs> like i guess i have two more hours of this like yeah. just yeah oh my goodness um and then like it, then it kind of casts this weird sense of dread over the whole thing because you have other characters who are who are doing things throughout this that are setting them up for some kind of 
horrible sequence and you know yeah. it um i don't know if it comes together cleanly like the twist being spoiler alert dakota johnson's characters like yeah. the the head the yeah i don't want to go any further than that but that yeah. to me felt like a bit of a not cheap but kind of not a very satisfying way to tie things together um though that last sequence in the room where everything is like pitch red and yeah is really like visually really intense in a way that's really cool i love that like i love all of it i think it hits that same nerve that like the suspiria or sorry the midsummer ending gives me of like again there's some i think parallels between the endings but just a total bloodbath and i think the way it's filmed is it's really exciting uh, again like an instance where a filmmaker just went for it they said okay let's slow down the frame rate let's make it red <laughs> let's play some crazy music let's mm-hmm. do it all and it's awesome yeah yeah like it's a really cool as far as what it felt like in the plot to me was a little off but as far as like an actual sequence that someone put on a put into a movie yeah is just really it's really cool i think really yeah. really cool um so I'm with you in thinking that this is a really cool movie. Yeah. So I have Rank no idea it. where to put it. Rank it now. I really love it. Um, so I would put it like <laughs> around the witch territory, but I'm not sure where you're at, Michael. Uh, I would put it above Pan's Labyrinth. Heck yeah. <laughs> Perfect. The two dance movies. No, you can't do that. No. Okay. okay. I'm hardlining. <laughs> <laughs> what's this movie even called freaking sub- uh, holy uh, cow the um, typing <laughs> okay computer <laughs> oh michael did you uh, fired yeah <laughs> sorry okay i'll take my check on the way out my severance pay okay thanks y'all <laughs> oh, oh did you have a final thought michael no, 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 I don't. Okay. How do you... Well, I guess, Carly, you saw, you've watched the original as well, right? Just watched it, yeah. How... What is that... I guess, what? how much shared DNA do they have, do you think? What's the, like... How, how does the original kind of stack up to the new one? Or I guess, how does the new one kind of stack up to the original? They are just completely different movies. Like, okay. the only thing they have in common is... Uh, the basic, basic plot of girl goes to dance company uh, and it's run by witches. But in the original, you don't find that out until the very end. So, so much of the it just feels more like a traditional horror movie. Granted, one of the coolest looking movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're just getting a lot of like, oh, why is this creepy thing happening? Why is that creepy thing happening? Whereas 2018 Suspiria is like. Okay, we're like Dakota Johnson knows very early on what's yeah. going, and we as the audience know basically right away. So it's more so, oh, how is this going to work for her in this world? Like, how is she going to navigate uh, witches? Okay, would you mm. recommend the original? Totally. Um, I okay. like 2018 more, but I think the original, in terms, I mostly for the visuals. Like, if we're talking style over substance, I think it's style. Um, okay. But there is some cool substance there. Like it's it's still a good movie. It's just to me, yeah, the yeah. 18th Suspiria is such a like radical invention. Like my 
understanding of it comes from a lot of like what I've heard about it is like, oh, it's processing some trauma from post-World War II Europe or something. I hear a lot of that, I think, and a lot of... In Radiohead's uh, music, you mean? Yeah, Radiohead's Hail music. Hail to the Thief? Oh. Amnesiac. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Just like I've heard it kind of deals with some of that, what I feel like is probably a lot of that similar baggage as far as the politics and things, but... Harder for me to pick up. I mean, maybe it's just subtle and I missed it, but like, okay. I, it might be there, but a lot of it really does feel like mm, more like, yeah, there's a creepy thing in this building and it's murdering people. Oh, okay. I hate that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Should I go through the list, you guys? Heck yeah. I think so, okay. yeah. We, yeah. We did it. We did it. <clears throat> I feel pretty okay about it. So, starting from the worst movie and working our way up, we have The Wicker Man, Nicolas Cage version, Insidious 4, The Last Key, Insidious 1, The Happening. You're going to have to help me, guys, if I screw some of these up. <laughs> Saw, Signs, The Conjuring, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, uh deborah harry what's this one deborah logan taking him deborah logan taking him deborah logan shutter <laughs> the original <Harry. laughs> uh nightmare on elm street the visit prometheus boy prometheus really landed in a tough spot here car how are you feeling i feel bad <laughs> how are you feeling, car? charlie's <laughs> um the babadook noroy lake mungo the Ring, American version. Uh, I don't know what this is. Exorcist. Exorcist. Midsummer. Under the Skin. Raw. Get Out. The Witch. Pan's Labyrinth. Suspiria, 2018 edition. Uh, Black Swan. Green Room. Alien. House. Mm, the Wicker Man, original version. <laughs> Eraserhead. Rosemary's Baby. The Shining. Hereditary. And The Blair Witch Project. Sitting pretty at the top of this list. Heck yeah. I like how this turned out. Me too. That house placement blows my mind. I <laughs> Like it doesn't feel man. wrong to me, but should've it blows my mind. If I had seen it, do you, do you think it would be higher or lower? <sighs> I, I don't even know how to begin yeah. to answer that question. <laughs> I don't have the context. I'm sorry. <laughs> I could see it sticking where it is. Okay. I guess I'm asking, do you think I'll like it when I watch it? I, I would hope so. <laughs> you have a beating heart, don't you, Carla? You have a oh human soul somewhere in your body. <laughs> okay. I really like the mix of uh, more Bad recent and, and older movies <laughs> oh, yes. towards the top. I think that's nice. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I okay. think Ari won't haunt us. I think we served him well, our king. Yep, the witch is pretty far up this list. <laughs> You're a demon. Um, okay, that was our, our Halloween special. Join us for the 4th of July when we'll rank every Mel Gibson movie. <laughs> <laughs>